Therefore, whoever hears the sayings of mine does them, I will liken to a wise man who builds his house on a rock. Matthew 7:24. Welcome, beloved, to another edition of God's Word with God's chosen servant, Reverend Amos Darko. Reverend Amos Darko is anointed to inspire you with an anointed teaching and preaching of God's Word with down to add practical examples. Get ready as he ministers the Word of God for today. Together for Jesus. Let's do it better unto the Lord. God bless you. You are welcome to the house of the Lord. On behalf of our presiding bishop and his lovely wife, that's Reverend Mrs. Vivian Ajinasari and my prophet and presiding bishop, Bishop Charles Ajinasari. We want to welcome you specially to the house of the Lord. One thing I am sure tonight, one thing that I believe is that by the end of this service, your life is never going to be the same. Oh, I said one thing I am sure. I don't know how it is going to happen. Some of you, your miracle will come to you even as I'm sharing the word of God. There are some of you, your healing will come to you as we just worship. Some of you, as the prophetic word is being released, your blessing and your breakthrough is coming to you. And so, I, I may not be sure how your breakthrough is going to come to you. But one thing I know for sure is that by the time you leave this auditorium, your life is never going to be the same. If you believe it, shout a big amen. I said, if you believe it, shout a big amen. God bless you. You're welcome to Paris Chapel once again. Tonight we have a lot of things to do. And just as yesterday, we closed early today. I'm going to close early. So those who are waiting to come, yes, we didn't close early. Oh, we didn't close early. <laughs> oh, yesterday we, we closed early. You see, usually, I usually don't want to operate. You see, this is what I do. When you want to operate in the realms of the spirit. Share a prophetic word, give up people. It usually takes time. I don't know if you if you agree with me. It usually takes time. If it was a normal service, I would have preached, share the word of God with you powerfully, pray for you, and then we'll go. This is not just an this is not just a service like one of those services it is an encounter i'm surprised it took it took hannah so many years to receive a blessing she was just looking for a child and the bible said year after the year she would still go to shiloh just for a child i was surprised somebody was able to wait for 30 
eight years for his breakthrough or his, his healing. Jesus said there was a man who sat at the pool of Bethesda for 38 years waiting for his healing. And the healing came after 38 years. I was surprised God called Abraham my friend. Abraham, according to the Bible, said he was a friend of God. But it took him 25 years to receive a child. So he had Isaac after 25 years. But I'm surprised some of you waited yesterday for just two hours and you've started complaining already. Shout mercy. Shout mercy. You see, the blessing you received yesterday is nothing compared to the hours you spent. Amen. Amen. But I, I pray that you see, it's not necessarily the number of hours you spend over here. It's about what you get from here. That's the most important thing. If you stay here and you don't get anything, it would have been better you didn't come. But as of this morning, I have received four requests from people that are partaking of the program. Some are saying, I wish this program will never end. How many of you wish, like, today is not the last day, like, really? One person also said, Charlie, you have to plan again. This time shouldn't be two weeks, it should be more than two weeks. Then one mother of mine, she said to me, after this one, don't keep long, bring another one. And so I, with just these testimonies, I am sure and I believe that your life has been transformed. And whatever you have received and whatever you are yet to receive, always remember to give all the glory to God. Whatever you've seen in the house, maybe you think the guy is anointed. It's not me, it's God. Maybe you think the guy can see, it's not me. It is the Holy Spirit that is working through me. I'm just an empty vessel. Let me show you something about a prophetic ministry. Probably that's not what I'm talking about. Today, but I, I think I should share it with somebody. Listen. Anytime a prophetic word comes to you, and it comes to confirm what God has already said to you, it comes to confirm whatever God has revealed to you. Please don't shut your mouth. Confirm. I was surprised uh, when we closed. When, when did I have? I think it was Wednesday, right? Yes, on Wednesday we had a prophetic thing. When we closed, so many people were coming to confirm. Pastor, he said this is true. I said, I don't need it now. The time is over. Is that what mean? So as at the time that the prophetic word is coming to you, that is the time you confirm. Amen. Those of you were here on Friday, we prayed for a lady. And I had to call her mom. Because for the sake of the recording, I didn't want to mention names. Yes. 
because I don't, I'm sure some of my church members who are not even with us, some of them are in Kumasi, some of them have even traveled out of the country, and they will listen to the podcast, and they know the people we are talking about. So, so their names, I, I hate it, I conceal But I, I pray for a lady, and her mom, and her mom had a funeral. And those of you who remember, I told her, that by the time she comes back from the funeral, she'll be coming to bury another of her children. When we closed, she gave to me. That is true. My daughter, she had a dream. And she saw me on a poster right after the, the funeral. And I said to her, it's not you, it's your child. But when it happens to your child, that's happened to you. I wasn't there. I don't even know what is happening in their dreams. Lady, the devil wanted to use her for fetishism, like make her become a fetish priest. Some of you were here. Yes, and we prayed for her. We delivered her. That night, it was Wednesday night. When I went home. Actually, I was very exhausted. So I just prayed and I was going to sleep. And the Holy Spirit said, Get up. Don't sleep. I said, Hey, I'm tired. He said, No, you can't sleep. And I said, Why? He said, If you sleep, that lady you prayed for, she will die this night. And they will say that it is you who caused it. And so I had to pray throughout the whole night while some of you were enjoying your sleep. I was just lying sleeping. I don't even know, I don't remember when I slept. The next morning when I met her, I think yes, it was yesterday evening when I was having a child with her. She told me that on Wednesday, after you had prayed for me and delivered me, I wasn't able to sleep the things that were happening to me. And then she came to tell me that, you know, you, you, when you were praying for me, you were talking about the spirit of um, fetish. Whatever. Then she told me, it has happened to me several times. I would, I would just move out like a fetish priest. Roam throughout the, the whole town. Doing enchanting, doing all sort of enchantments and whatever. And it, it will, the, the spirit will possess me until the point there is a river in my hometown. That's where I'll go and lie. I'll lie beside And they have to come and carry me and take me home. I'll take a knife and I'll roam house to house. I, I, I don't know her, actually. I, I've never even had an encounter with her until that Wednesday that the prophecy came. And she came to and I believe she's, she's free. I, I believe she was delivered. Because God only reveals things so that he may redeem the people. I didn't know. Actually, when you ask me, I, I don't know. And so, whatever prophetic word you've received from the beginning to date, if you don't doubt it, if you don't doubt, do you understand any me? If you don't doubt, 
Amen. And you believe it. It's going to work. I'm telling you, it's going to work. I am not a, I always say I'm not a prophet. People call me prophet. For one day, one day my, my reverend introduced me to a prophet. He said, oh, the, he told me there's a senior prophet. And I said, oh, prof. Then he said, hey, you are the senior prophet. <laughs> and I've had so many, about six, seven people tell me, you are a senior prophet. I was holding the program during the lockdown. There was a group in Kumasi, church, uh, Methodist Church in Kumasi. They hosted me. I was just praying with them. Because it was a prophetic service. They started the program on Monday. It was Monday to Friday. Prophetic. Online. <laughs> Hey. And a friend of mine added me to the prophets that were. And I, 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 told, I told them, my sister, me, I'm a pastor. I'm not a prophet. So they added me. So Monday, one prophet from Kumasi preached. Tuesday, another prophet. Wednesday, then they called me. And he affirmed me. I told them, listen, let me confess before you begin to expect a prophetic word from me. Me, I'm a pastor, I'm not a prophet. So I just shared the word of God with them. Then immediately, the Holy Spirit opened my spiritual eyes. And I began to mention names. There's a lady on there, on there. we're using Zoom. There's a lady. This is your name. You work here. You were there. You were there. You were there. I think Dikininda was also on the line. Dikininda said, I, 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 he's, he's now an elder. Elder Inda. He said, I, I was shocked. He said, you are at Sapema. <laughs> and these people are at Kumasi. Not knowing it was even, some people even joined the meeting. Well, over 100. And the host didn't even know the people themselves. So, at the point, everybody said they needed a prophetic word. So, somebody would say, My name is Diso. My word. Then I would prophesy, and I was. I don't know. Look, if you don't understand spiritual things, it will seem to you like a joke. And I was giving, you were there. My wife was there. Giving them prophetic words. And everything I said on the line, they were all confirming it's true. All of them. Then they said, please, we need you again. After the meeting, the host called me. And he says, I'm surprised you say you are not a prophet. I, I know prophets. I've handled prophets. He's one of the big people in the Methodist Church at Kumasi. I know prophets. I've worked with prophets. But he says, you, you are a mature prophet. He told me, he told me, there is maturity in your prophetic 
That's what he said. He said, you are a mature prophet. So, I may not look like a prophet because me now, I don't even believe I'm a prophet. But God can use me to deliver a word to you tonight. If only you will believe, then you shall see. Jesus told Martha, listen, I know your brother is there, but if you can believe, please, there's no look. It's John. John 11. If only you can believe, then you will see the glory of the Lord. So, the glory, the anointing and the presence of God is released when faith is first of all released. Tonight, I pray that anybody who can lift up his or her faith and believe every single word God has for him or her tonight, may you see the full manifestation in the name of Jesus. Mark 11, 24. Mark 11, 24. What is there? Why do you like this backdrop? Mark 11, 24. Oh. <laughs> Mark 11, 20. I didn't say John. <laughs> Please, I think he needs water. <laughs> okay. Mark 11, 24. Let's look at what the Bible says that uh, this was Jesus speaking. And Jesus said, Whatsoever you shall ask for when you pray. Whatsoever you shall ask for when you pray. Just believe that you have it. And you shall have it. Listen. Therefore I say unto you. Whatever things you ask when you pray. Believe that you receive them. And you will have them. Let me show you something from this scripture. Mark 11.24 Jesus is saying that. You see there are probably three or maybe four things Jesus highlighted in the scripture. The first thing we can look out for is the word whatsoever thing or whatever. Whatever things. Whatever things doesn't is it mean that only marriage? Our brother can be praying for his marriage, but you can be praying for your business. Whilst this person is praying for his business, maybe you are praying for a breakthrough. Maybe you need money, but what I don't, what I need is anointed. And so, if it comes whatsoever, you, what you may be asking may be different from what I'm asking. And so Jesus said that what ever things you ask there is something you must take note you must ask if not you will not receive a lot of you think God knows everything so in God's own time things will happen my sister it doesn't work that way my brother it doesn't work that way you have to ask and the Bible said, anyone who asks shall receive. You have to knock. Anyone who knocks, the door shall be open unto you. You have to seek. If you don't seek, you will not find. If you don't knock, the door will not be open unto you. I'm surprised in your house. You just wake up and go and open the door when 
you've not heard any knock. It is only when you hear a knock at your door that you open the door. And so Jesus said, it is the things, it is whatsoever things you ask when you pray that you can receive. So if you've not asked anything, you're not going to receive anything. Tonight I pray that, you see, when we give you the opportunity to pray, some of you, sometimes I don't know, when they give you the opportunity to pray, that's the time you chat. In this atmosphere, where people are praying, and yesterday I was telling my wife, Nana, this gentleman, this is his scanner. He will face, how many of you have been seeing him? Face this wall. That's his Gethsemane. The moment he turns to Gethsemane, nothing, nothing distracts him. Nobody, usually he doesn't even greet me when we close. They had to chase him. After the prayer, but some of you, once you are praying, that's the time you are chatting. Some of you, once you are praying, that's the time you are asking for time. I was saying, I was saying, as you too, instead of praying, you are, you are going to answer somebody's. You see, the devil can use any of us to distract you. Some of you, once you are praying, you see, the moment you begin to see fault with people's prayer, it means you yourself, you are not praying. Hey. Somebody told me, Pastor, the other day when we were praying, I was laughing. Oh. <laughs> and I said, Why? He said, There was a guy doing like this. <laughs> so, if you can see this, then it means at the first place you weren't praying. Tonight, eh? I pray that you will not see people's mistakes. I pray that you. Oh. <laughs> And some of you do the way you pray. Hey, it is something. But is it? I pray that your concentration will not drop from God to somebody else. Because if you don't know, last days has always been dangerous. If you don't know, last days, you see, the last day of something can either change or unchange you. Some of you, maybe your blessing never came from um, last week, Monday to yesterday but today something can still happen something can still change I was talking to my mother one of my mothers and she said to me when we started praying I've been seeing things sometimes some of the things are strange I'm sure some of you are like that you see you never saw anything until you started praying, then you saw horrible things and what have you. It is like, it is like a soul which has dried, which surface has dried up. So you think the soul is dead, it's a lie. Pray that nobody throws a stone into your soul. That's the time you discover that Asumua, this thing was not dead. Any of you thought your problem was over, but it wasn't true. But until you started praying, then you realize that, oh, so this thing is still there. But tonight, I pray that God will open your eyes. 
I pray that God will open your eyes. I pray that your focus will be on what we are coming here to do tonight. On, on, and not what somebody is wearing tonight. No, you come to church and you look at people's shoes. Shoes, they are gold. And that's all what you come to you come to observe. So please tonight. If you came with your mother, you probably are sitting next to your mother. Change your location. I, I like Anne. Some of you don't know Anne. This is Anne. Anne used to come with her mom. Every day she would go and put her mom at the speaker and she would come and sit here. Yes. I, I like Pat. Pat Yesterday Pat was here. Okay, you are there. Pat will sit here and her mother will be here. <laughs> Pat will sit here and her sister will be here. Tonight nothing must distract you. Our, our own Right, She's the only disciple in the house. Telling you. And she's going to be a very great disciple. Amen. I see She's a very powerful preacher. You don't know. You see, very soon you hear on radio. <laughs> Are you seeing it? But listen, her mom is here. But I've realized that she doesn't sit close to her mom. After church, then she'll go to her mom. So tonight, what I'm driving at is don't allow anything to distract you. Some of you don't even allow the weakness in your body to distract you. Some of you have no idea what I've been doing since morning to date. Only Derek knows. We've been working for morning. I've never sat down. When we closed, we just went to take our bath and rush here. And so please, tonight if you allow anything to distract you, I will laugh at you. And so tonight I want to just talk about something. And tonight I'm talking about understanding through prayer. Understanding which comes through prayer. A lot of you think you know something, but the truth is that you don't know. Is it the Bible tells us that? If you think you know, you know nothing yet as you ought to know. Can you, can you look for that scripture? In, 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 you are looking at my face. What's the scripture, my church members? What's the scripture? Huh. Maybe what's the scripture? It's not John. Don't even take me to John. It's not Luke. Who's a Luke? First Corinthians. I, I, I'm not sure of the scripture, but I'm thinking it's in First Corinthians chapter eight. I think the verse number three or two or three. Look for it. Look for it. The Bible says, "For you know not." Or you know nothing yet as you ought to know. That's the scripture, right? If anyone thinketh that he knoweth anything, he knows nothing yet as he ought to know. There is always a level called a level where you ought to know. You see, it is one thing to 
thing that you know. And it is another thing to know. Some of you think you know me. But you don't know me. See, some of you think, oh, oh, as for Pastor there, we know him. What do you know about me? You don't know anything about me. Shelly. And so he said, instead of trying to think that you know, rather humble yourself so that you get the full understanding. Some of you, your 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 you see, your problem is not in court prayer. Your prayer is an understanding in what you are doing. See, you are just doing business, but you don't understand the business you are doing. You are in a trade, but you you don't understand the terrain and the and the the strategies and the business you are doing. But you see, understanding can come to you tonight through prayer. Yes. So if anyone thinker that he knoweth anything yet, he knows nothing yet. As he ought to know. Some of you think you are in this church. So you know everything about the church. But no sir, no madam. You don't even know 5% of what goes on in this church. Some of you claim you are in Perez Chapel. But you don't know anything about Perez Chapel. One day I, I saw a Methodist. And I asked the person, how did we come by the name Methodist? He said, I have to go and ask my pastor. I'm sure a lot of the Methodists think Methodist is a name. It wasn't a name. Is somebody with me? Methodist is not a name. It was, it was a fan. Or it was, let me say, a joke. That people were laughing at John Wesley. And his brother Charles Wesley and the, the other, other, other people were. And they were just making fun of them. Like the word Christian. Christian the word Christian was, was mockery. It was, it was a mock. They were just making mockery of the disciples. Hey, these are the people who follow Christ. So these are the Christians. And they were first called Christians in Antioch. And they were laughing at them. Today you are proud. You call yourself a Christian. You don't even know how the name Christian came about. Today you say you are a Methodist. But you don't even know how the word Methodist came about. People were looking at John Wesley and his brother Charles Wesley and they said hey, these people they are following the, the methods of Jesus or they are following the steps of Jesus Christ methodically they're like whatever they see Jesus do then they also want to copy and so they are copying Jesus methodically and so they are Methodists. So anybody who follows a method is a Methodist. And so you, if you think you know something, and you don't know, there are so many things you don't know. Some of you think you are in this church, but you don't even know the anointing that is in the house. Some of you don't even know the gift God has given you in this house. You see, some of you will never know my relevance. 
until I am taken out of this place. Oh yes. Some of you by the time you realize that oh Pastemos was very important to us by then maybe I would have been in America starting another branch over there <laughs> if you think if you think I'm going to stay at this branch till I die it's, it's a lie this is one of the branches of our church my presiding bishop can decide at any time presiding bishop as long as we need your help at UK in the UK. UK. So um, please move and let um, Lady Pastor Osieni uh, come and take over. <laughs> they say, Oh, we once had a man of God. Although he was very small, she was very kind. <laughs> and so, you see, I pray that God will open your eyes to see and understand things as it is happening. Some of you, you see, you've gone to my level such that instead of receiving what God is giving you, you are rather saying that, no, pastor, at this place, you shouldn't have used 1 Corinthians chapter 8. Yes. Yeah. No, 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 pastor, but how can you use 1 Corinthians? No, no, this one doesn't suit it. Hey! So, you see, instead of receiving what God is giving you tonight, you are rather criticizing, lambasting. Okay. And I pray that tonight, eh, things will not happen and pass by you before you realize that ah, this thing was valuable. Usually a lot of you are like that. You lose good people before you realize no, this person was, was a blessing Some of you, your friends, because they are always available and they are always there to help you. You don't see their value until you lose the relationship. Then you, one day you, you remember that if this friend of mine was around things wouldn't have been like this but I pray that tonight you receive understanding and you see in Isaiah chapter 11 verse number 2 understanding is described as one of the spirits of God there are seven spirits of God but the Holy Spirit is divided into seven branches and all of these spirits have their own assignments the bible says in Isaiah chapter 11 verse number 2 the spirit of the Lord rests upon me the spirit of wisdom and understanding and understanding the spirit of the Lord is the spirit that comes upon people to do the work of God. And so when you meet me, like in town, I may not be carrying the spirit of the Lord. But the moment I mount the podium and I pick up a microphone, the spirit of the Lord comes upon me. 
It doesn't mean I don't have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is living in me. But when I mount the podium, the Spirit of the Lord comes upon me. And this was what Jesus spoke about in Luke chapter 4, verse number 18, where he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach. For when you hear an anointed preaching, the secret is the Spirit of the Lord. It's one of the branches of the Holy Spirit. So when you see, when somebody says, "I have the Holy Spirit," I have the Holy, what the person is saying that I have the Spirit to preach. Another Spirit is the Spirit of wisdom. I doubt if you have the Holy Spirit when you don't have wisdom. I doubt. Because opposite of wisdom is foolishness. Or folly. Yes. You see, you must pray. These are these are prayers. Some of you must pray. Father, give me the spirit of wisdom. Wisdom. And the next thing I want to talk about, that's what I'm talking about, is the spirit of understanding. The spirit of understanding. You see, usually your blessing may be standing in front of you like this. But because you lack understanding, you rather fight the blessing and it will move out. Some of the business partners that come your way, if you have the spirit of understanding, you will be able to distinguish between their little mistakes and faults and still move ahead and do business with them. Because you know very well that these are the people to whom my business will go. But you see, when you lack understanding, the person who will help your business to go, you rather fight with him and he will walk out of your shop. Follow me. The spirit of understanding. Let's go to Genesis chapter 28. Let's start reading from the verse number 32. I'm going to show you a young man who was lying under the feet of Jesus Christ or under the feet of God. He was lying at the entrance of heaven. But he didn't know. Genesis chapter 22. I said verse number 16. Verse number 16. Genesis 28. Open your ears. Listen to what I say before you project. Okay. Okay. So let's go to verse number 14. Maybe 14. I want you to understand the scripture. Okay. Okay. Maybe we should go. Let's climb up. Let's come to verse number 10. So that we'll quickly understand what. Listen. This story is talking about a gentleman by name Jacob. In Genesis chapter 28, he had succeeded in lying to his brother, his father, and he has stolen the blessings of his senior brother. And he was on the run. Because when Esau realized Jacob had stolen his blessing, he was furious and angry. And so he, he decided that, as for my brother, I will kill him. But I will not kill him now because my father is alive. So I will wait for my father to die. Then I will kill him. 
And whilst Esau was contemplating about some of these things, his mother called Jacob and said, Leave this place and go to your uncle, Laban. Go and stay there. For your brother Esau is really angry with you for stealing his blessing. And so Jacob left. So the Bible says, Now Jacob went out from Bathsheba and went towards Haran. Let's read on. I'm, I'm reading it, so please. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night. Because the sun had set. In other words, it was night. And he took one of the stones of that place and put his head on top of it. Or he put his head at it. And he lay down in that place to sleep. Let's read on. Then he dreamed, and behold, a ladder was set up on the earth, and its top reached to heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on earth. Read on. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and to your descendants. Listen. Jacob felt he was running. He got to a particular point in, in time. He got to a particular place. It was night. And so he needed to sleep. He just took a stone and he laid his head on it and he slept. But you see, all, all this while, Jacob lacked understanding. The first understanding he didn't know was that he was sleeping on the land God has ordained to give to him. God said to him, This land I will give to you. So Jacob was sleeping on his own land. And he didn't know. He was sleeping on the land God has ordained that he would receive. But because he was blind, he didn't know. Jacob didn't know that where he was sleeping, God was at that place. See, some of you think it was by um, by chance. Or maybe it's a friend of yours invited you, that's why you are here. But you see, I pray that God will give you understanding. Because immediately I took the microphone. I saw somebody sitting there. The person is still looking at me. I and the person was just sitting down. And in the realms of the spirit, I heard the person speak. And the person said, Yes, today, today is the day which was ordained long ago. Yes. And the person was saying, this, this is the day God has ordained long ago. But you don't know. Some of you don't know that this day was part of God's calendar for your life. If you see this day as one of the ordinary services, it will pass you by. The Lord said, I am the Lord God of Abraham and your father and of Isaac. 
And the land on which you lie, I'll give to you and your descendants. Let's go and also your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. One thing Jacob also didn't understand was that he didn't know that you see, he felt he was running away as a single person. But what he didn't know was that God had plans to give him descendants that would be as numerous as the dust of the earth. How many, how many of you can count dust? And Jacob didn't know. Listen. You shall spread abroad to the west and to, see, some of you, some of you in your family, your borders is just your door, your job, and then to the house. That's, that's the second, and probably your church. But you see, God has ordained tonight to extend your territory. God has ordained tonight that your life will not be church, house, work, church, house, work. But after tonight's meeting, God has ordained that your life is going to be church, house, work, America, you can Dubai, then back to Ghana for two days. Then you move to Australia for just a meeting and you come back to New York for just a conference. Receive that grace. May God extend your territory. May God enlarge your coast. Some of you, your parents' life was farm home. Farm home. So it's called farm home. So they go to the farm the next morning. Then they come back in the evening. Go to the farm. And they come back. Go to the farm. And they come back. The only time they go to the nearest nearest biggest city around them is when they want to go and buy foodstuffs. But I speak to you. But I can see your heart is receptive. And I speak to you too. And you, and you, and you, and you. May God enlarge your coast. May God expand your territory. May God open your borders. May your borders go beyond out of this nation. In the mighty name of Jesus. Sometimes when I sit down, I remember people who lived in Ghana and died not traveling out of Ghana. I feel sad. And I say to myself, over my dead body. Some of you, you've only heard that there is some America somewhere. But your eyes hasn't been there. I'm not prophesying to you that you go and stay in America and go and beg and work. I am prophesying that you will just go for to America for a conference. For a conference. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Oh, I see, I see an invitation letter dropping in your mail. Mr. Kerry, you are needed in America for a three-day conference. Please come and teach us how your business is booming. Receive that grace. I see, I see, I see a gathering of white people and you standing in their midst and, and lecturing them and explaining things to them. And all of a sudden, one of them said, he's the right person for the job. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Mumu bimu ni mse, kumshana shasi ano.
So you see, your borders will not be a fearman, Amasamaya Timota, some of you, your uncle, the farthest he can go was Accra. He left your village and he came to Accra. You will go beyond Accra. You will go beyond the borders of this nation. Receive that grace. One of my uncles said he has gone to abroad. He said he's gone to abroad. He's traveled. They asked him, so why are you? So I'm in Togo. Ah! He said, yes, I've crossed the border. Your border, is it, is it, your border will not only be extended to Togo. Is it, I've always, is it, and I'm telling you, I, I'll, I'll travel to about, about 100 nations of this world. Who said amen? Receive it too in the name of Jesus. And so the Lord said to Jacob, you shall spread abroad. Receive some spreading abroad in the name of Jesus. Some of you, your business will not only be in a car. You have branches all over. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Oh, I see people do coastal. Coastal. But it's not just a local coastal. But an international coastal. Having branches all over the world. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. If MTN can leave their nation and come here, MTN is a South African based company. MTN is South African for company. They are in Ghana. They are in Nigeria. They are in Algeria. MTN is almost everywhere. How come? How come? What's the name of your 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 NKB? How come NKB cannot move out of the borders of Ghana? Receive some spreading abroad in the name of Jesus. You shall be an international chef. Over here, international uh, chef. It will shock you. KFC, KFC. That old man. We don't even know him. Kentucky or whatever fried chicken. Just the chicken. One day a guy told me I've worked with KFC for some time. He said he uses eleven spices to fry the chicken. Today nobody knows what he uses. He mixes eleven things together. How many of you have chewed KFC chicken before? Those of you who have not received some KFCs in the name of Jesus. Some of, some of them don't even know what I'm talking about. Please, it is a coconut, it is chicken. Some of you have never been to the mall before. But receive grace to enter the mall. Yes. And some of you, you think you know the mall, but you don't know. I said you don't know. Silly, silly. You see, more is not like going through the shops, then you go out, then you turn. <laughs> Is it, is it, when we say somebody has gone to the mall, it meant the person went to shop. To enter shop right. You take your tool. You remove um, Christian wine. You take bags of rice. You take oil. Then you move out to the next shop. You buy clothes. You move out to the next shop. You buy mobile phones, iPads. That is what it means to go to the mall. Some of you, oh yeah, come on, yeah, come on, yeah, come on. Send it, send it. Just your lorry fare. One city, fifty pesos. At your mall. Windows shopping. 
then you just go and watch and you just go and then you take selfie like this oh one day i i i went to the mall and i entered their washroom come and see it's one of the cleanest it's like the cleanest place those of you have been there then a gentleman he took his shirt and he did like this then he opened the tub and he did it and i said to myself oh god some of you by mistake if somebody if you go for somebody's funeral and the person happens to welcome you into a hotel because usually people don't have houses so when you visit them you go for their mother's funeral or whatever they put you into a hotel then you look at the bed sit and you look at the bed and you remove your your dress and you do like this it's as if you are sitting on your bed but you see after this night god is going to spread your borders to the west may god spread your borders to the south may you receive some spreading to the north may you receive some spreading to the east god said you shall is it you shall spread border or abroad to the west and to the east it is coming to somebody to the north it is coming to somebody oh my brother let's go listen listen just start the screen and the south and in you and all your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed as you are looking at me now you yourself now you are not blessed but God is is what you don't know is that even the families of the earth are going to be blessed in you some of you as you are sitting you don't know that you are going to be the next president of this nation you don't know some of you don't know that it is your son who is rather going to be the next minister receive some anointing for leadership in your house may your children rise up to the place of leadership and all these things were listen all these things were in the life of jacob and he didn't know let's read on, let's read on bro. quickly Behold, I am with you. May the Lord be with you. He said, I am with you and I will keep you. Wherever you go. And will bring you back to this land. Receive your land in the name of Jesus. You are receiving a land sitting down. Some of you, you came to a car empty handed. But receive a land in the name of Jesus. I prophesy with my eyes open. And I say that you will be a landlord in my You will never retire and go on pension back to your hometown. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus. If somebody is living, you see, people are buying lands that are not theirs. You see, people are, I'm telling you, some of you, you your land is at where the current location of Peace FM. You don't believe what I'm saying. Before this point came to Accra, somebody's house was as where he has built his, his whatever. But when the time came, despite paid for the place and he took it. Receive some grace to pay for things. If 
somebody has built on your land in Accra. I said receive some divine exchanges in the name of Jesus. Jacob thought he was he was sleeping on somebody's land for just that night. But what he didn't know was that actually this land was a land God has given to him. Some of you, you've worked on certain lands that are actually yours. Some of you have worked on lands that God has ordained that you shall build your house on it. But you don't know. But tonight, I pray that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. I pray that God will open your eyes that you may know. I remember. My brother, I was just in the house. My senior brother called me. So what are you doing? I said, oh, I'm washing. I said, oh, can you come and help me? I'm going to work on a plot. And I said, oh, no problem. So I left. By then I was just, I didn't, I didn't have a car, I didn't have anything. So I followed him. Then when we got to the land, listen up. He said, hold this thing for me, because it's a surveyor. So he said, hold this thing, then I held it. And he went here. And he said, oh, I'm coming, come here. Then I came. Yes, stand here. Little did I know that I was standing on my plot. Listen. I didn't know. I thought I was just going to escort my brother. But today, that place happens to be the place I have built my house. Some of you, the land you went to escort your friends on, some of you, the land you used to pass on to your house, may God give it to you in the name of Jesus. You'll be shocked. And you'll be surprised where your house will be located. When I see people buy houses along the wayside, I just laugh. I just love it. I say, oh, uh, all these places. I'll buy. <laughs> I'll buy all these places. Receive grace. Is it may God put into your hands money? money. Receive blessings in the name of Jesus. God said to Jacob. I'll bless you. Let's go to sixteen quickly. Now listen. Sixteen. Then Jacob awake from the sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know. The Lord is in this place. And I did not understand. The Lord is in this place. Some of you. The word I just spoke about the land is your prophetic word. You didn't know it was coming to you. And so you sat down and Kelvin took it. And so you sat down and Anna took it. You sat down and Kelvin took it. Some of you must bless God when a man of God accidentally and incidentally and and occasionally mentions your name. Because I'm telling you, when the Spirit of God comes upon his men, they just mention him. And sometimes you not know that the name is mentioning is, is a word that is coming out of the mouth of God. So, for example, when I say Domo, you are receiving grace. If I were you, I will not sit there and say Amen. <laughs> but I will rise up and receive it. I'm telling you. Somebody is receiving grace. I said, somebody is receiving grace. So, so Jacob said, God was here. 
and I did not know. Some of you you know. After tonight, you will know. Some of you will know that this program was held for me. Somebody called me and said, Pastor, the program, you did it for me. I don't know if somebody else is also here like that. I did it for you. You too. Receive whatever you have to receive. So you see, when you pray, understanding can come to you. When you pray, God can open your eyes. Where's my screen man? My screen man away. Let's go to let's go to Second Kings. You can take your seat. We are going to pray. Second Kings. Wow. I have four minutes to enter into my prayer. Second Kings chapter six. Quickly. Let's read from verse number one. Okay. okay. The sons of the prophet said to Elijah. Okay, let's go to verse number five. Let's let's move forward. I don't want to waste much of the time. Okay. Okay. Um, move forward. Verse seven. Let me skip all this story because it will delay my time. Let's go to ten. Please follow the scripture. Okay. There was a king who was an Assyrian king. And they were at war with Israel. And any time they hold their meeting in their closet, and they will agree that today we will go and lie in wait or will lay ambush for Israel. Uh, it's like somebody's hiding and waiting for you. Yes. Anytime we we lay ambush for Israel, or they will call themselves, oh, let's go and lay ambush for Israel at Cortez Junction. Then the prophet Elisha will call the king of Israel and say to him, make sure today you don't use Cortez Junction for when you use the road, the Assyrian king will grab you. If you think I'm lying, just send one person to go and see. And so the Assyrians will wait and wait and wait and the Israelites will not come. Then the next day, they'll have another plot. Say, okay, today we will not wait at Cortez. We are going to Myra Junction. Then the prophet of God will call the king of Israel and say to him that today, the Assyrian king said he's waiting for you at Cortez Junction. And so don't use that rule. That is the background of the story I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to read. On the then the king of Israel sent someone to the place of which the man of God had told him. That's, he warned him. He warned him. Stand here so that you can look at the screen. He warned him. So he warned him and he was watchful there. Not just once or twice. Some of you, your problem is when a man of God calls you and they be careful of this. Watch this. Some of you, when a man of God tells you, watch this. You think he's joking. One day somebody told me, I just don't like you. 
I said, oh, really? You don't like me? For telling you the truth? And so nowadays, I don't, I don't just tell anybody the truth. I, I, I smile. And I look at it and say, oh, yeah, God bless you. It is well. It is well. Yes. Because, you see, the truth is so hard that not everybody can take the truth. Some of you, when a man of God warns, you joke with a warning. I have seen couple of people have told them, don't do this, watch this, do this. And the things I told them happened to them. I was asking them, do you know of any incident I spoke about and it happened? Ask my children to tell you. They'll tell you. Sometimes I can call someone and say, Watch this, watch this. If you don't watch this, this will happen. And they will not watch, and it will happen. But is it God can give a grace to a man of God to call and warn you? Warn you. Nowadays, if you are a man of God and you are warning people, you are not a good man of God. But the man of God warned him. But the king was wise. He was watchful there. Thank you. And not just once or twice. Let's go on, bro. Let's go on. Therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by the distance. And he called the servants and said to them, Will you show me which of you is for the king of Israel? Who is among us that goes to leak our information? Can you point out the person right now? Why is it that when we plot something, somebody goes out to reveal it? Then one of the servants says something. Let's go to verse number Quickly. And one of the servants says, None, my lord. Okay. But Elisha the prophet, who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. Oh, I tell somebody who put his hands together for Jesus. So if the Holy Spirit knows things that are spoken in the bedroom, a lot of the times when I'm prophesying to somebody, I don't tell them everything I say. I, I, I do what I call a scan. And I pick certain things out which I think. Some of the things that I think is not even good for others to hear, I'll tell you. I will not say this one. We see things. And we hear things. But we don't see everything we see. And it's a gossip who always say, and when you do that, God will not use you. Some of you till date, you don't even have any secret between yourself and God. Everything he shows you, you go and tell somebody. But after tonight, it's not going to happen to you. So he said, there is a man of God. Even the things you speak in your bedroom, you will hear. Who is the Bible talking about? Which man of God are we talking about? Elisha. But I'm going to show you. Eh? The servant wasn't a believer. The servant wasn't in Elisha's church. But the servant knew Elisha better than Elisha's associate pastor. I said. In, in, in this church, I always say it. 
it looks like outside this I've seen something in me that my own people have not seen. I'm telling you. Usually, people, when I say outside, it doesn't mean you are not Christian, but people who are not in my church. Sometimes some of them will send me a message and say, Pastor, God bless you. You've been a blessing to me. You don't even know. And my own church members, when they see me, Papa, Pops, Poppy, Chupa Chops. And the funny thing was that somebody was coming all the way. You see, our dear lady comes from Tessano. The, the police. The, she comes from Tessano to this place. Wednesday she was here. I think Thursday, yesterday she was here. Today she's here. How many times have you attended the program? Three times. From Tessano. When we close, she goes back. You see, you stay here. You see, Pastor, yesterday, yeah, we close later. But somebody is going to Tessano. And she's not saying we close late. You see, so, so what is it that this lady is seeing that you are not seeing? What is it that this gentleman is seeing? He has never missed any of our services. When I told him, he has never missed. But my own church members, this is your first day I'm seeing. What is it that Brother Kerry has seen that somebody is not seeing? I pray God will give you understanding. I said, I pray God will give you understanding. People, people understand certain things that when you see somebody who walks in ignorance, I cry for them. And ignorance can easily take your life. If you don't know something, you can easily die by ignorance. Somebody was um, heating water with a heater. He wanted to go and check and he put his hand into the water. And the person got electrocuted. And she died. Ignorance. She didn't know that you don't you don't put your hands in a boiling water when it's, 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 it's on the, the servant said there is a prophet. He speaks things that are in the bedroom. Let's move on. Bro. We are going to pray. So he said, go and see where he is that I may send and get him. And it was told him saying, He's in Dota. Move on. Listen. So the king is now looking for the prophet Elijah to go and kill him. Therefore, he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. And they came by night and surrounded the city. Tonight, any army that will surround your house in the night, may the fire of God consume them in the name of Jesus. Those of you said amen, let it work for you. Why didn't he send them a day? Why didn't the king send his people in the afternoon? He knew that in the night you will be sleeping. But tonight receive grace to be awake in the name of Jesus. Whoever they send tonight will regret coming to you. 
So they came by night. My screen man is even receiving more than you. Let's let's go to 15. They, so they came by night and surrounded the city. And when the servant of the man of God, this is an associate pastor. So allow me to use associate pastor. And when the associate pastor of the man of God arose early and went down. There was an army. Some of you, when you sleep, you don't wake up early. By the time you wake up, things has happened and it is gone. The servant waked up early. And today he thought he has caught a revelation, so he was going to teach them. And so he saw an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And a servant said to him, So this is the servant or associate pastor talking to the senior pastor. Alas, my master, what shall we do? Look at verse number 16. Quickly. Sit down, don't wake up again. So he answered, Do not fear. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. May those who are with you be more than that of your enemies in the name of Jesus. Their master was sleeping. And the servant came and said, Wake up. People are surrounded us. And the master says, Don't be afraid. For those who are with us, they are more than those who are with them. What does your master know that you don't know? What does your pastor know that you don't know? What does your parents know that you don't know? There is no parent on earth who is useless. It is useless children that we have. We don't have a useless parent. Irrespective of how you describe a parent as a fool. There is something he or she may know that you will never know. I'm telling you. And so the master was lying and he had, he had already seen the people. See, what made the associate pastor panic? The pastor was looking and he was just yeah, Then listen to what he said. This is the prayer we are going to pray tonight. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray open his eyes. Open his eyes. If your eyes are open, you will see things you never understood. If your eyes are open, you will say that, ah, so that is why my master never responded to the people he saw. Some of you talk too much. And you fight people. And you battle people. Don't, don't, don't mind them. Keep quiet and go. But because you lack understanding, you want to respond to everything. But tonight, I pray for you that God will open your eyes. Receive an opening of eyes in the name of Jesus. So Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes. Please come down that he may see. Then the Lord opens. So does God listen to the prayers of his servants? Then tonight I stand here as God's servant sent me. And I pray that God will open your eyes in the name of Jesus. 
I pray God will open your eyes in the name of Jesus. Why does the servant need an opening of eyes? Why do you need your eyes to be open? This is because when your eyes is open, you meet your business partners and you know that these are the people. These are the people. When your eyes are open, you come in contact with your, your future wife and say, No, this is the woman. This is the woman. Future wife, no, so if, if your eyes are open, so when you are so come in contact with your helper, and something tells you this is the one who, has, who is coming to help you. But if your eyes are shut, you shall cry like the people of Jerusalem. Jesus wept. You see, Jesus was a whole prophet. Yes, Christo, no, or your deep work. He had all the gifts. And he was walking into Jerusalem and he was crying. Oh, Jerusalem. No. Woe unto you when a prophet cries over you. No man never said for But Jesus cried in Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 19. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. I wanted to gather you. Under my wings. Like a hen. Will gather but you did not allow me. You did not allow me. Why? Jesus told us. Because he said, if you had known the hour of your visitation, if you had known, in other words, if you had understood your hour of visitation, but Jesus said, it has been hidden from your eyes. It has been hidden from your eyes. Some of you, when you see your breakthrough, you don't see that this is the breakthrough. Some of you are fighting your future husbands out of your life. Some of you are, 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 are handling. One day a woman said, Bema de, ye handle no. Bema de, so so handle no. But if you had known, he said, God, open his eyes that he may see. If you are sitting, I want you to stand. If you can stand, please. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. See, it is only young men who lack understanding. May you not be a young man without understanding. May you not be a young woman without understanding. Sometimes your mother can sit back and advise you. Yeah. Yeah. I like this one. I like this one. Then your mother will say, Yeah, I'm in the America. Then you go ahead. One day, One day. he will give it to you. And your eyes will swell. But may it never be your story. One day a pastor advised his church member. Watch this guy. Watch this guy. Don't marry him. Watch him. Because my spirit doesn't agree with him. And the lady said, Pastor, I like, I like this gentleman. Have you prayed about it? He said, You are a hypocrite, Pastor. You are Nyachon. When you see good things, you see, he said, you are, you, are, you are the destroyer of my blessings. Because you saw that the man had money and he had a car. For me, my car, my car, my soul. Doesn't my soul like a car? 
So you saw the car. That's why you are doing all these things. Pastor, I can see you are my enemy of progress. The pastor never spoke. So the pastor said, the lady said, the pastor is two things. Either you accept us to marry or we leave the church. And the lady said, oh, and the pastor said, oh, whatever you want. He said, I want to marry here. And the pastor said, go ahead. They came to the pastor and the pastor prayed for them. After them, the Aladdin left. He said, Pastor. And he said, And the pastor said, Eko ye keke. And that's what you want to hear. Then he took the, the, the man away. They are wedding. They didn't even come to church. Down in the whatever, the open place. They, were, oh, they have a name for it. It's called what? Christian. Then after that, he said, he said, he said, the lady said, and this is a true story. The lady said, the man said after marrying him, I can go to my mosque. Said, I can go to church. I, I, I shouldn't worry. So after marriage, I went to church. First week, second week. First week, second week. The third week. Third week. The man told me, This is my house. You don't decide for me. I decide for you. From today, my television. Never watch any Christian channel on this television. From today, I don't want to see the display of any Christian paraphernalia. Whether a cross, whether a Bible, it should vanish from this house. Then the lady said, but that was not what you told me. And uh, the man said, I am decided. He thought the man was joking. When the man came, he was watching TV takes. One man of God in America. When the man came, the man beat her up. Slapped her. She fell. And the man turned off the television. Exactly one year of marriage. One year, she came to the pastor. When she was coming, she was in a jarabia like this one. With something covering her. So she came. When the pastor said, Oh, who is this? Can we talk? He said, Pastor, it's me. Alberta. He said, Who is Alberta? He said, Oh, Pastor, don't you remember me? And she took off the thing from her head. There was plaster on her eye. And the pastor said, I don't remember you. He said, Oh, I was the man who said I wanted to marry the man. And he said, So what happened to her? He said, Pastor, he beat me. And when I went to the hospital, they said, One of my eyes is false. Moses said, Why? He said, I shouldn't watch anything church. He said, I shouldn't pray. I shouldn't do anything. Do you know the sad story? Exactly three months after her encounter with the pastor, the lady died. They brought an invitation letter to the pastor to come and officiate the lady's funeral. Why? Because she lacked understanding. The Bible says that if you are a Christian, do not be equally yoked with unbelievers. That's for you. As for you, 
and you will not understand it now. You want your pastor to come and see and you insult him. But tonight I pray for you that God will open your eyes. So you are going to pray. Father, open my eyes. There are certain friends they are not supposed to be part of your friends. Because through them, you will be jailed. There are certain people they are not supposed to be part of your company. You want to lift up your voice and say, God, open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. Lord, give me understanding in the name of Jesus. Let's lift up our voice and pray. Let's lift up our voice and pray. Lift up your voice. Talk to God. Talk to God. Lift up Ask God to open your eyes. Ask God to open your eyes. Don't look at the person you came with. Pray and tell God. This is Elijah. Elijah prayed for his servant. And he said, Oh God, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. You want to pray? God, open my eyes. God, open my eyes. There are certain people you don't have to discuss anything with. But you want to pray. Lord, open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. Now, lift up your voice. 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 And pray. Lift up your voice. And pray. Lift up your voice. And pray. Lift up your voice. Ask God to open your eyes. To open your eyes. To open your eyes.
Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Talk to God. Lift up your voice. Talk to God. Talk to God. Lift up your voice. Pray that God will open your eyes. That you may see. Pray that God will open your eyes. That you may see. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray somebody pray for opening of eyes that you may see your future husband pray for the opening of eyes that you may see your helpers pray that your eyes shall be open that you shall see the anointing of God pray lift up your voice now talk to God talk to God Talk to God tonight. Oh God, may you touch my eyes. May you open my eyes that I may see. May you open my eyes that I may see tonight. 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 Lift up your voice. God, open my eyes. Lord, open my eyes. That I may see. That I may see. That I may see, that I may see, that I may see tonight in the name of Jesus. You are praying. Somebody, a prophet of God has been sent to you. But you never regarded him as a prophet. Some of you, an angel of the Lord came to visit you. But you see, you insulted him. Because he came to ask, for, ask you for money. And you, you insulted him and told him that you are much less radiant. Do you have eyes? And can you see? One day. I was going for a, a, a friend's wedding. I was with my wife, my mom, and my wife's mother, my-in-law. And I was late. Because I was supposed to go and lead opening prayers and whatever. So I was speeding. I left the house around, let's say, around 8. By 8, 4, I've gotten to Nzaom. Four minutes. Four minutes. Top speed. When anybody crosses me, something can happen. When I got to, those of you know, is when I got to Adreji. Then I saw an old man on a motorbike. With a grey hair. Then he did like this. Stop. 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 
So I stopped. And he came. When he got to the car, he said, where are you going? He said, I'm going for a wedding. And he said, come. Then he said, where is your wife? Come. Where is your mother? Come. Then we got down from the car. Then he took us away from the car. And he said to me, when you continue like this, you will not get to where you are going. And so do you know what? Take your time. For the wedding hadn't started. That is what the old man told me. My, 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 my law is here. My mother is here. The wedding hadn't started, so take your time. If you continue like this, you will not get to your destination. Then he sat, and I told him, Thank you. Then he sat on his motorbike. And he moved. And I sat in my car. And I'm smitting my machine. You see, there was no branch road. Not branch. Uh, it was only a valley. Many of you know Adwejiri. When you are going to um, um, Ades, right after Adwejiri, you go down like this and you come like this. So the man sat on his motorbike. And he went down like this. Richie know the place. And I sat in my car. And I followed him. When I got down to the valley, he was not there. When I, I then I started speeding, thinking that I wanted to say, "Oh, puppy, thank you." I never saw him again. One day I was praying. Then the Holy Spirit said to me, "It was my angel that I sent to come and tell you to take your If not, you would have died on that very day. The surprising thing was that I got to the destination at around nine something. When I got there, the wedding hadn't started just as he said. When I got there, even the Ayifukunu hasn't bathed. The bridegroom himself hasn't bathed. Can you see? Look at Luke. Let's read Luke chapter 19. I want to show you something. Verse 41. Quickly. Luke chapter 19. Now, as he drew, now the he over there is Jesus Christ. As he drew near, he saw the city and wept over it. This was Jesus entering Jerusalem. Is it, if you are going to Jerusalem, you descend. You shall visit Jerusalem soon. Receive that grace. And as he drew near to Jerusalem, he wept over the city. Saying, if only you had known, even you, especially in this your day, the things that will make for your peace, but now they are hidden from where? From where? Do you know the things that will bring you peace? Do you know the husband who will give you peace? Do you know the business partner who will bring your peace? But it is hidden from your eyes. You can't see. Read on. He says something. Let's, let's read on. For the day will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment around you. See, 
when you miss your hour of visitation troubles begins when you miss the day God has ordained that today should be the end of your life or your life struggle when you miss the next phase you move into is a phase of severe trouble Israel was praying for a savior Jerusalem was praying that God would save them and God sent them Jesus Christ but as Jesus was coming to them they didn't recognize him they didn't see him and Jesus started weeping and he said to them if only you had known today even today the things that will bring your peace it has been hidden from your eyes tonight you are going to pray that anything the devil has hidden from your eyes may God reveal it anything that your eyes is refusing to see one of my sons told me he said I had a dream and God asked me to follow you oh yeah oh really God asked you to follow me I said okay then follow can you see the things God tells you do you have eyes to comprehend he said for the day will come when your enemies will build an embankment around you and do you know this prophecy has come to pass this is Jesus speaking and he told Israel that your enemies shall build a wall all around you today when you go to Israel Israel is surrounded by all their enemies all the Arabs Iran is here Afghanistan is here this is here this is here all the Stani the Pakistan they've all surrounded Israel and Israel is in their middle Jesus spoke about it in Luke chapter 19 verse number then he said they shall surround you and close in on every side look at 44 44 we are going to pray and they will level you I pray your enemies will not level you to the ground in the name of Jesus he said they will level you and your children within they will bring you to the ground and they will not leave you and all they will not leave in you one stone upon the other because so he's telling us why all these things will happen to them because you did not know in other words you did not understand the time of your visitation May your eyes be open in the name of Jesus. Not all the human beings you see are human beings. Some of them are angels of God sent to you. But your eyes are shut so you can see. Jesus said, because you did not understand your hour of visitation, your enemies will punish you. There is a, an old man in the Bible I respect. He's Abraham. A friend Abraham. One afternoon in Genesis chapter 18, he has fought with his wife. I'm telling you, read your Bible, you understand. He has fought with his wife. He was angry. Lying under a tree. Then the Bible said he saw three men pass. Genesis chapter 18, verse number one. Abraham was lying under a tree. The Bible said, in the heat of the day, that's what the King James said. 
Then the Lord appeared to him by the terebim tree of Mamre. As he was sitting under the tent in the heat of the day. Move on. How did the Lord appear to him? We move on. We'll see it right now. So he lifted up his eyes and he looked. And behold, three men were standing by him. And when he saw them, he ran forth from the tent to meet them and bowed down to the ground. He said, don't be deceived. The, angels, the, the men didn't come to him like, this is Abraham, they came to him. No. Three men. See, I like the way the Bible describes them. Three what? In, in verse number one, the Bible said God revealed or appeared to Abraham. And isn't it shocking God appeared to him in the form of a man? And so Abraham was sitting down. And the three men stood like this. One, two, three. I need two people. Join me. Come. One of you should come here. Kevin, work with me. So these are three men. That is Abraham. Abraham. And we stood. And we started looking at him. Follow me. And the Bible said, immediately Abraham saw the three men. He lifted up his eyes. The eyes, the eyes. It has power. I pray that you will not only see with your physical eyes. But your spiritual eyes will also be open. No, you don't have spiritual eyes. That's why things are happening in your life just like that. So he saw three men. And the men were looking at him. And Abraham stood up. Abraham, come. Run. Then kneel down. He knelt down. And he bowed down. Bow down. He bowed down before the man. Now listen. Get up. In Israel, it's a taboo to bow down to a man. What did Abraham see with these three men that some of us are not seeing? We are just mere men. But Abraham didn't see men. He saw the Lord. And he came and knelt down. The Bible said when he saw, he, he ran from the tent to the door to meet them and bow down to the ground. God bless you. What is people seeing that you are not seeing? What are people receiving that you are not receiving because your eyes are shut? It's on your eyes. And you are going to pray, say, Lord, heal my eyes. Lord, open my eyes that I may see. Open my eyes. Lift up your voice and lift up to the Lord. People are seeing things we are not seeing. People are hearing things we are not hearing. But pray that your eyes shall be enlightened. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Pray for the opening of eyes. Pray for the opening of eyes. Pray that your spiritual eyes will open. Pray that your spiritual eyes will open. Abraham saw men and yet he bowed down. What are you waiting for? Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice and talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice. 
May your soul be snatched out of that car accident. In the mighty name of Jesus. May your soul be snatched out of that accident. In the name of Jesus. May your soul be snatched out of that accident. In the name of Jesus. You will live and not die. 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 Will and not die. By the power of the Holy Spirit. I curse every covenant of death against your life. In the name of Jesus, you will leave. You will leave. You will leave. You will leave. And not die. By the power of the Holy Spirit, I curse every covenant of death lingering around your life. In the name of Jesus, I ask that may you be set free. In the name of Jesus, no accident will befall you on that stretch of the road. No accident will befall you on that stretch of the road. No accident will befall you on that stretch of the road. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, for this dear gentleman. I ask that he will not die before his time. I ask that he will not die before his time. In the name of Jesus, I deliver your soul from every demonic plot satanic agenda concerning your life in the mighty name of Jesus set her free now by the power of the Holy Spirit I decree and I declare that you will live and not die 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 in the mighty name of Jesus receive freedom and deliverance from demonic yokes and satanic attacks in the name of Jesus. I saw a gentleman in a lemon green shirt. Please come. Heavenly Father, those of you who have prayed for you can sit down. I pray in the name of Jesus. And I ask the Lord, my sister's soul will be taken out of every death trap and every death covenant. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will live and not die. You will live and not die. You will live and not die. Receive life. Receive life. Receive life. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, if the Son of Man sets you free, then you are free indeed. Tonight, receive deliverance. That comes from the Lord. In the name of Jesus. I saw your Obituary Oh,
is beyond recognition. Me and the post are far more. But tonight, tonight, and another day, upon the phone, she said, if you have a power prayer, but none of us share some. Uwa pembiara yeshi share se emra oso. Ah, straight and moye deve moye. As a welder, right here, careful. Father, I pray for this gentleman. Who is that? Come. Yes. Father, I pray for this gentleman. I ask that he will be snatched from every trap of the enemy. Do you work on before your time. May they be disappointed in the name of Jesus. Yes. 
Amen. Lift up your two hands, my dear. Mommy, your girl. Andy. I don't know her name. Maybe. Me. Teresa. Teresa. Ah. Yeah, cause you see me, 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 me. Listen. This lady. If we don't pray for her, the devil is going to put sickness on her. And it is going to be a disgraceful sickness. And sometimes she will act strangely. And people will not understand why she does certain things at certain times. Every covenant that was erected in your family, whatever used to stop your mother, may you never walk in that footsteps in the name of Jesus. I change your direction tonight. Instead of shame and disgrace, may you walk in blessings. May you walk in glory in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that the hand of God will be mighty upon you. In Jesus' mighty name. There is still another thing I see about this young lady, which I saw with this lady. 
Listen, the two of you. Be Lift up your hands. Heavenly Father, I pray for these ones. I ask that every plot of the devil concerning their life will never come to pass. I rebuke every satanic covenant concerning their lives. Anybody sitting and planning, anybody sitting and planning, any group of persons having a meeting about your life, I ask that their schemes will never come to pass. May they never succeed in their attempts to rape you. In the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord preserve your lives in Jesus' name. Please lift up your two hands. Take your seat. God bless you. Please lift up your two hands. Let me go with you. I saw the lady standing at a crossroad. A crossroad or like, like a junction. And she was really confused. She didn't know whether to take left, to take right, to take move forward. Then all of a sudden, she started crying and saying that my time is far spent and nothing is working. And I don't know what to do. I don't know whether to take the left or to go straight to the right. And she was confused. Because what she thought would have brought her blessings didn't bring her And I saw her crying. Then I heard a voice say to me, She said, Okay, maybe I'll come in. But she ain't you. Was here some American was on day? Let's hear. I told me soon that I said, So for me, but me was all be shrine and son of a bitch. I mean, Peoyem, bra. You got Peoyem, may but no before flow everything. To me, do I any ban or children, Miss Sue? Miss Ran of BG, Elko, to me, Elko, and Richin, you know, yes, it's in another Elko. But I know you all. Oh, your amen is weak. We hope you've been blessed by this message. For further information on Reverend Mosdako's tips and books, 
please send us a mail at rev.emosdaco at gmail.com or call plus 233-503-861-399. Thank you for your time and God bless you.